Hello, SFFPL listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifa Williams, recording May 5th, and today I am talking about YA SFF. Uh, But before I start talking about my titles today, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor. Okay, so for my first pick, I chose The Astonishing Color of After by Emily XR Pan. And I wanted to give a note first off that I will be touching on suicide for this first story. So do note that and note that that is also a content warning for the story itself. So the astonishing color of After follows Lei, a biracial Taiwanese and white teen who learns about her mother's death while she's kissing her best friend for the first time. So it's this big momentous occasion that she has all sorts of mixed feelings about to start with anyway, and then this terrible thing happens. So from that moment on, Lay struggles with these feelings of guilt and really acute grief as she processes the fact that her mother died by suicide. And her father does not know what to do. He is, of course, also grieving the loss of his wife, and then he sees his daughter is in pain and what do you do? So Lei ultimately takes matters into her own hands when this strange and miraculous event happens. This huge crimson bird appears to Lei, who comes to believe that the bird is her mother reincarnated. And Lei is an artist and she's naturally pulled to color and shape She's really gifted at creating art, so her dad thinks it's her imagination because, you know, this isn't a world in which magic exists, so um, he's trying to make logic of it, and he thinks it's her way of holding on to her mother, but Lei knows it's her mom she's seeing. She knows this deep in her bones. She believes her mom is trying to tell her something, so this belief and the need to understand her mother's death takes Lei to Taiwan to meet her mother's family, who all feel like strangers to her. And in Taiwan, Lei gets to know a different version of her mother through this community of family and friends, and she experiences a magic that might help her through this terrible loss. So this was a really beautiful story that used magic and art to talk about grief. I had quite a few teary-eyed moments reading it, as you might expect. And I really did love how art was incorporated into the narrative as well. It's also a book that brought back really wonderful and powerful memories of my own first trip to Singapore, where I developed an understanding of my own mother's culture, upbringing, and her life before me. So I really related to Lei feeling like a stranger in this place and culture, knowing it's part of her, but feeling like an outsider and coming to understand the place and culture both. And the story just covers so much ground. I think about it often. So again, that was The Astonishing Color of After by Emily XR Pan. Okay, so for my next pick, which is my science fiction pick, I'm talking about 
The Marrow Thieves by Cherie de Moline. And this is a story that deals with climate change and a mysterious widespread illness that keeps people from dreaming, which ends up chipping away ultimately at their sanity. So the story is set in Canada and it follows a group of indigenous survivors looking for safety and searching for their missing loved ones. And the group in this story is a mix of elders and also young people from teens to like really young kids. Um, so the story centers around Frenchie, who's a 15 year old Métis kid who was taken in by the group after he lost his family and ran away from the recruiters. And in this post-apocalyptic future, indigenous people aren't affected by the dreamless illness and colonizers initially sought them out to learn their ways to prevent infection, but, you know, switched to taking from indigenous people violently and cruelly. So I think you see where the story is going. This is a novel about genocide and colonization. You've probably heard multiple stories about atrocities discovered around residential schools in Canada. And, you know, people in the U.S. perhaps don't know as much about Canada's history with Indigenous people. Uh, we know our own tragic and brutal story of history with uh, people who are indigenous to this country. But in Canada, there were these res residential schools that tore apart indigenous communities and families and robbed them of their connection to culture and language and so much more. And in this story, in The Marrow Thieves, recru recruiters are kidnapping indigenous people and forcing them into factories that exploit their bodies in the name of a cure. And readers, uh, you should note, aren't shielded from the violence and horrors of that experience. And there are content warnings for child death and rape here. Uh, climate change is also a big part of the story. We see a landscape ravaged by global warming which intensifies the difficulty of survival for this group and for everybody um, in Canada and, I believe, the U.S. I can't remember how widespread this illness is. I read this a little while ago. Um, and I will say it is a hard read, but there are moments of real beauty. For instance, the ways in which the elders, Mig and Minerva, help the younger people hold and reclaim their connections to their culture, um, and also the budding romance between Frenchie and Rose. And Rose is this really amazing character. She's a Black and First Nation teen who joins the group later and is just uh, super brave, courageous, wonderful. I loved her so much. And I also love the overall sense of community between the characters. I will uh, also note that there was some fatphobic content in this story. So uh, that should be noted as well. I didn't want to leave that out. But again, a really powerful, really hard, but great, wonderfully told story. Again, that was The Marrow Thieves by Cherie Moline. 
And that's it for today's episode. SFF yeah is sound edited by Caitlin Brame. Many thanks to her for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us at sffyeah at bookriot.com. And please do review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also find me online on Instagram at Williams. That's S-Z-A-I-N-A-B Williams. 